Hey everyone, welcome back to Ford Farming. You are stuck with Becca this week, um, and actually this is the second time I'm trying to record this episode, um, so I apologize for last week, we didn't have a new episode out. Uh, I'd like to say it was my fault, but I kind of want to blame my computer as well. I'm not really sure what happened. I think, well, it's saved as the wrong file format, but there should have been a way to, like, to, um, convert it. That's what I'm looking for, convert it. And for whatever reason, it just, I don't know, like, the file won't even open on my computer, so the video was all choppy too, so I think it just did not save correctly from, um, the Zoom recording that I had going on. So this time... I'm recording on my phone using voice memo, and if it doesn't work, I quit, okay? I'm just going to put that out there. Um, it's going to be a little bit shorter of an episode. I have to get my kids in about half an hour, but I think it's still an important episode to try and recreate. I'm like, I'm just so upset. My So the episode, um, I guess I'll give like a little trigger warning. It's about loss. It's about miscarriage. Uh, October is pregnancy and infant loss awareness. And um, I made a post last week. I think October 15th was like the national day. But I I just wanted to share my experience um, in hopes that it could help one person. So I want to, I think it's important that I do that. I'm probably not going to do as good of a job as I did last week, because <laughs> last week was like, it was a good little therapy session for me to let it all out. But uh, before we get into that, do like a little intro. So it's cold. Um, This is Monday that I'm recording, and it is so windy outside. <laughs> so windy. Um, But the combines are rolling. They are. Joey got beans done last week. And he started on corn last night. Um, it was a little too wet last week for him to work on it. But last night, moisture tested good. For us, we don't have any on-farm storage, so we have to sell everything right out of the field. So we want it to be uh, pretty dry because if it's not, then we have to pay extra for them to dry it and things like that. So it worked out good that he was able to get started last night. Just filled up our wagons to make sure that the combine was working correctly and everything was kind of squared away there. So that is good. He um, he had to work last night, so now he's back to combining and hauling again. So that is good. Uh, and it's not always, it's hard to plan out when he's going to harvest because we both have full-time jobs and, well, heck, I don't know how to run the combine. Don't Don't sign me up for that. So he's just got to be kind of mindful of when he's able to do it and hope that the conditions are right when the when the time comes, you know? Other than that, yesterday we got so much done at home. Oh my gosh, so much done. I shouldn't say at home, I should say on the farm. The kids had a sleepover, and so we, Joey and I castrated a lot of uh, steers and moved a bunch around, weaned some. It was just, it was a really productive morning and we needed that. It's, we love having the kids on the farm, but, um, it's just, it's easier when they're not, when you've got that much to do. It's a little less stressful, I guess, because 
you know, you're just worrying about what you're doing. You're not worrying about like if the kids are safe or if they're in a bad spot or, you know, moving them around and stuff. So I am glad that we got that job done and I'm hoping next weekend we get to go hunting. I'm hoping. We haven't been uh, in the woods yet. Hunting at least. We've been doing other things, but uh, yeah, I think that's about all that we've got going on really. Um, I had a really cute milking shorthorn calf born. If you guys have not seen her yet, go to my Instagram because she's adorable. And yeah, I think that's my intro. I, like I said, I uh, don't have a ton of time to talk, so I'll just keep it at that. Um, it was a good week and uh, fall is officially here. Oh, but I will say one thing. This is my last thing. It's going to be a rant. Um, In Wisconsin... I don't know, maybe, I don't know how the other states work, so I'm just going to say in Wisconsin, it is illegal to pass farm equipment or any wide load, any equipment in a double yellow, okay? It's illegal, and I see it all the time, and it just, it grinds my gears. I wish I had, like, one of those, I don't, like, a, a sign that was on my truck, and I could just, like, type things out quick so that people behind me could see that. I'd probably get arrested for like foul language, but oh my gosh, just on my way home today, I was following a tractor and a wagon. He's going like 50 miles an hour. He's going as fast as he can. He doesn't want to be going 50 miles an hour. I can tell you that much. And a semi passed him in a double yellow and then three or four cars behind me passed us in a double yellow and like not good passing zones either. It just, it's not worth it. I mean, you gain like what an extra minute or two Ooh, big whoop if you get in a head-on collision I'm pretty sure you're gonna lose some of those minutes so if you didn't know that now you do um if you didn't know that I don't know maybe remind remind people because it's just it's like frustrating um I, I get that you don't always want to be stuck behind a tractor but they are just trying to get their jobs done they're just trying to get that grain unloaded and they have families to go home to so that is my my PSA, my rant for the day. Um, but anyways, okay. I, I don't talk about it very often. And I, I think in a way, uh, miscarriage and pregnancy loss, things like that are still kind of a taboo subject. I'm not entirely sure why. Uh, it's been talked about a lot more than when I had my first miscarriage. I can say that much because when that happened, I... I felt like I was all alone and I don't know I feel like people are talking about it more which I think is really good because it, it's awful and it's not something that you should have to go through alone and it's not like something you should be ashamed of or anything so I just I guess I don't understand the stigma around it yet but like I said if I can share my story and just reach one person that needs to know that they're not alone then it's worth sharing. Um, so we have experienced two losses. Um, and we have three beautiful children now. So I am so thankful for them. But it's still hard to um, kind of think about those losses. Because I, when you get pregnant, when you got that pos positive pregnancy test, you just, you immediately kind of think of the future with this baby. You know, you you think of oh like when's their due date when are they going to be born is it going to be a boy or a girl like what are they going to be like all these things and then when you lose the baby it just <laughs> kind of rips that all away from you and it's it's hard so 
I just, I wanted to share my experience and, um, yeah, let you know that you're not alone and that I am always an ear to, always an ear to listen. I, I don't know what the saying is, but I'm always here if you need to talk. So if you need to reach out to me. Um, so after Joey and I got married, we tried for a few well let's back this up here see this episode is going to be all over the place because the first one went way too well um so before we got married we had just started dating and uh it was spring break in my senior year of college and I had to um have a cyst removed from my ovary because it was like growing and it, it basically my doctor was like I mean you can, like, leave it and see if it goes away, but if it bursts, it's gonna, like, hurt like a son of a bitch, so you might want to just remove it, <laughs> and uh, so that was basically how that happened, uh, but I had a sister moved on my ovary, and um, after the surgery was complete, my doctor was like, hey, so when we were in there, we saw that you have endometriosis, um, you're probably gonna have a really hard time having kids if you're even able to you probably want to be done having kids by the time you're 30 um and you know like good good luck with life and as someone that I mean I was 21 I think um you know just starting to date my not husband but you know you just you hear those words and you're like what like I might not be able to have kids I have to be done having kids by the time I'm 30. Like, I felt like I immediately had a, a time clock just ticking. And that was weird to, like, just think about. But at the same time, what are you going to do? You know, you don't know till you know. So that kind of started the whole thing. But after we got married, we started trying. Um, it had been, I don't know how many months. It had been a few months. And it it was kind of hard because, you know, then you're thinking about what the doctor said and like, oh my gosh, maybe I can't get pregnant. Like you go through your whole life just hoping that you don't get pregnant and, you know, you're in school and they're like, if you even look at a boy, you're going to get pregnant. And that's not the case. Like it's hard to get pregnant for a lot of people. And I just, I don't think that, um, not that it's the school's fault, but I just, I don't think we're like prepared for that. Um, what, like that how hard it's going to be to get pregnant when you actually want to be pregnant so we finally got pregnant I want to say I found out in November maybe um so excited like super excited we went to our first appointment and that was at like I think six or seven weeks he saw us and they did an ultrasound um you could see the little baby in there, a little heartbeat going. And my doctor had said, you know, it's a little bit smaller than we would like to see at this gestational age, but that's normal. Like maybe you just got your ovulation wrong. Um, yeah, it's just, it's normal. It's not anything to worry about. Like it's got a heartbeat, you know. And I think in the back of my mind, I knew that maybe it, that something wasn't right. And I only, thought that because I had religiously tracked my cycle like I knew exactly when I ovulated and even though my doctor was like oh maybe you made a mistake I was like no sir like if anyone listening that tracks their 
their cycle and has been for a long time, like, you know, you know your body, you know. I did all the things. Um, But at the same time, my doctor was not worried about it. So I'm like, I'm not going to be worried about it. Uh, You know, we're we're pregnant and we're so excited. And uh, we told our family at Christmas and, you know, we were just, we were so excited. So my next doctor appointment was at the end of January, I believe. So this must have been like December that I found out. Anyways, middle of January, I go back to the doctor for my second appointment. This time I went by myself. Um, Joey was working because what could go wrong? You know, you're pregnant, just a checkup. And um, the doctor had the little Doppler. I think at this point I was like around 11 or 12 weeks. Um, So he had his little Doppler and he couldn't find the heartbeat. And he's like, well, this is pretty normal, you know, um, it, sometimes it just, it takes longer to be able to hear it. So then he went and got his little ultrasound machine, couldn't find the baby on the ultrasound machine. And he's like, this is normal too. Like it's, it's not, um, uncommon. You're not that far along yet. Um, also I have a tilted uterus, which we didn't know at the time, but like that didn't help matters. So then I had to go back for like a, a big ultrasound And, um, at this point I kind of, I think I knew, but I didn't know what I, you know, what was happening. Um, one of the main things my doctor always told me was to not ask the ultrasound tech any questions (laughs) because it's not like their job to, to have to break news, you know, or, you know, do any of that kind of stuff. Um, so I just, I didn't, I, I don't know. I think I was just not in my body at that moment like it was happening and it wasn't happening all at the same time so I got the ultrasound done and then I'm back in the room waiting for um the doctor to come in you know and tell me what's up and he comes in and he's like did the um tech talk to you at all and I was like no and he walked in the room and he sat down next to me and he he just grabbed my hand and he said it's not your fault you you did nothing wrong and I just lost it because I knew I I mean I knew at that point I think I knew before that but it it just hadn't really hit me yet um so our baby had no longer had a heartbeat and hadn't grown much um from that first ultrasound and I think the worst part of it was that my body didn't realize that like, so, yeah, my body just didn't realize what was happening, um, and it thought I was still pregnant, and that was hard, um, to come to terms with, and so, no, at this point, it's, like, I'm by myself, (laughs) I just lost my baby, and now we're trying to figure out, like, what the next steps are, you know, do you wait, go through it naturally, and hope that your body figures that out eventually, do you take a pill to kind of speed up that process, or do you get a DNC um, where they surgically remove the uh, fetus or embryo fetus? Um, and I, I didn't know. I, <laughs> I didn't know anything. I just was crying a lot. That's all I remember. I was crying. And so it was one of those things. He's like, just like take a, take a breather. Um, you don't have to tell me right this second. You know, go call who you need to call and, you know, we'll figure it out. So as I'm leaving, um, the receptionist, if you 
have birthed the baby at or even been to the women's center at Southwest Health in Platteville, Wisconsin. Mary is one of the kindest human beings in the world and she's a receptionist there. And I remember I came out, you know, obviously still crying. Um, she knew and she was just trying to trying to help me and she was like you know we were kind of talking about the option she's like honestly if you don't want to wait for it to happen like I would suggest just getting the DNC just just then you know you know and I I knew that's what I needed to do I couldn't sit around waiting for my body to figure it out like I didn't want to take a pill and like expel it out and hope that everything was fine afterwards you know so we went with the dnc um it was it was just a hard time a very hard time i remember constantly like thinking what you know what did i do to deserve this why why did this have to happen um and i think one of the harder things was the dnc was like i don't know a few days later a week later maybe and so I had to just go about work like nothing was wrong. Well, <coughs> everything was wrong. But I remember being at work the next day and I was just crying. And like, I, like everyone out there knew I was pregnant. We had told a lot of people that we were pregnant. And um, I, what, you can't just stop farming, you know. Obviously, if I really, really needed a day off, I probably could have got it. But at the same time, like, what was gonna, you know, sitting at home gonna do for me? It wasn't gonna do anything. Um, so I think that's, that's a harder part about farming, is that, um, even on those tough mental health days, you don't necessarily get a time out <laughs> from it, but, um, yeah, that sucked, you know? And I think it's hard because a lot of people don't know how to react to it, either. And so sometimes people say things to you and it, it does not make you feel better. Um, I remember just a few of the things that was like, well, at least you can get pregnant. Like, thanks? Uh, Don't say that to someone. (laughs) Um, yeah, it was just, it was hard. And I, it was one of those things that I, I know people are trying to support me, but at the same time, no one really knows what to say in a situation like that. And it kind of felt like no one else it felt like I was alone, like, no one else had gone through this, which obviously was not true, but I was the only one that I knew of, you know, going through it at the time. Um, I do remember my mom introduced me to Jenna Kutcher during that time, and <clears throat> she had a miscarriage. <coughs> oh, excuse me, I have a really dry throat, and I have no water. Um, she had a miscarriage around the time that I did, and, um, before she was, like, I mean, she's, like, amazing now, but she was still amazing back then. She just, she didn't have a quite as big of a platform. She was a wedding photographer at that time, but she wrote a blog post about it, and it really helped me, um, see her, her point of view, her side of things, and it helped me get through that time. So, um, I don't know if that's still out there, but I'm sure in, it's, that blog is out there somewhere. I'm sure it helps a lot of people yet. Um, all right, so fast forward, we got pregnant with Sophia, and I think one of the hardest parts, too, about miscarriages is that after you get pregnant again, you're constantly wondering what 
like what's next what uh, you know when are you gonna lose this baby um it really it takes the joy out of pregnancy um and it just fills it with anxiety (laughs) which sucks because I've seen people go through pregnancy and like never have issues and everything I mean not never have issues but you know they don't have any of like the fears that I constantly would have you know I remember getting after getting pregnant with Sophia it was like every time you went to the bathroom you would wipe the entire nine months and just pray that you didn't see blood and that's that's a hard mental game to get through um but thankfully Sophia was born healthy um a little bit of a traumatic birth but healthy for the most part um and then after we were, when we were ready for our second child, we got pregnant again um, after, I don't know, quite a while. And um, that time, I was around six weeks or so, I, I knew I was pregnant for about a week. Um, and then I started miscarrying. And not that that wasn't horrible, but I think it made it a little bit easier because I hadn't even been to the doctor yet. Like, I hadn't seen a heartbeat. It it wasn't, a, I don't want to say it wasn't real, but it wasn't as um, hard to, to swallow when that happened. Um, it's still, I mean, it knocked me down for a few days just trying to get through that, but I, I don't know. It wasn't as bad as the first one. Um, then we had Joe, and then when we were ready for our third, um, and we got pregnant with Jackson... I, I mean, I thought for a very long time that I was going to miscarry him and not because anything was wrong, but because I just, I had it in my mind at that point, like, oh, I have to have a miscarriage before I can like have a baby because it happened with the other two. Um, and so that really was, a, you know, it's a wonder I have to take anxiety medicine, you guys, like for real. Um, it's not a joking matter, but jeepers. Um, so anyways, yeah, with, with Jackson, it was the first, I'd say 12, 14 weeks. It was just so much anxiety, like thinking that I was just going to lose this baby because I just thought at that point, that's what my body did before it could have a healthy pregnancy. Um, and that was, that was difficult because it's like, no matter what stage of life you're in, if you just have one miscarriage it kind of it sticks with you for like ever and um yeah now we've got Jackson and I am I'm done I don't think I can like mentally (laughs) go through another pregnancy or anything related to that but um yeah so we've got we've got three beautiful babies and two beautiful angel babies um that I think I wish I don't wish that anything would be different but I do wish um that we could have seen them grow and see you know see everything that we dreamed of when we first found out we were pregnant you know you wish that you could see that through um and that it wasn't taken from you so so soon um but yeah I I guess I don't have too much more to say. Just that, um, you know, those words that my doctor told me when we lost our first pregnancy, it's not your fault. You did nothing wrong. 
And when you're going through it at the time, it's so, so difficult to to believe those words because, I mean, still to this day, I think like, what did, you know, did I, did I do something? Did I eat something wrong? You know, what? But um, at the end of the day, our, our bodies are just doing what they're supposed to do. They recognize that something is wrong. And so they're just, I don't know, they're doing what they're supposed to do. But it's really hard to believe um, when you're going through it at the time. So, um, yeah, I guess I won't waste too much more time. Not that this was a waste of time. I hope not. Um, But if you are going through this or you know someone that's going through this, um, have them reach out to me. I, I don't always have the words to say, but I will always listen to you and offer whatever advice I can give. Um, because it's, it's something that you shouldn't have to go through alone. And yeah, you just, you shouldn't have to go through it alone and it's not your fault. So thank you guys for listening. Um, if you are not following us on Facebook or Instagram or YouTube, you can follow us at Ford Farming Podcast. Amber is over at Cranberry Chats and she is killing it on TikTok right now, I must say. So if you're not following her on TikTok, go follow her. She's Cranberry Chats there too. Um, <clears throat> oh, my voice is I'm done. Um, I am at Bucket Hilby on Instagram. Um, we've also got a YouTube that you guys should go check out uh, at Hilby Family Farm. We post videos there daily, or what, daily? No, no, not daily. Um, We post videos there weekly, almost always weekly. (laughs) Um, We've had a lot of fun, fun making them, and we're starting to get into our groove. So thank you guys so much for listening. If you haven't left us a rating or review yet, we'd love for you to do that too. Or on Apple Podcasts, you can do that. And I think on Spotify, you can leave ratings now. Otherwise, you can always leave us a review um, on Facebook or Instagram. We'd love to hear from you. We have some exciting episodes coming up. Um, we're just kind of in the midst of uh, harvest. Amber especially is super busy with cranberry harvest. She's hoping to be done this week, I think, or next week, one of the two. Um, so after that, we hopefully will have a little bit more um, free time to get together and record. But that is all for me. Um, again, I hope this just helped one person. Um, That's all I can ask for for this episode. So thank you for listening and we will catch you next week.